Hello, everybody, and welcome to the next episode of Rise. As usual, I'm your host, Dean Nash, and uh, today we have a qu- we've got quite a big episode. Uh, this episode is going to be free for everybody. So we usually do a VP Plus segment right after our regular free show content, but since we're a little late rolling this episode out due to many complications, I'm giving this episode free for everybody. So if you want this kind of content, this amount of content, Every single week, it's $5 a month, Varelli.org slash V. It's easy. Old media is dying. It's time for independent journalists like us to start rising and providing news that actually matters to you. So that this whole episode's free. Don't worry about a single thing. Um, we have quite a lot to cover. Uh, it's been a very big week, uh, ranging from Biden to... DeSantis, even Trump's town hall. There's a lot of stuff to cover. So make sure you subscribe to VP Plus for all the additional content that you get on top of our regular free content every single week. Now, if you want to get notifications every single time we have a new post or a new event going on, you can join our mailing list. It's free and takes seconds to join by just doing Varelli.org slash sign up today. Like I said, take seconds. It's probably the best thing you could do for yourself right now. Um, and you'll get notifications when an episode is live. Like, the, you'd be like the first one to know. So the first one we have is, uh, it's first story I'm going to talk about is just the uh, the coronation. How much of a joke it was. Uh, nobody really cares about this kind of stuff anymore, uh, especially with who's the one getting coronated. Uh, but here's a couple pictures I'm going to put on the screen as I'm talking here of some some funny moments that we see from the coronation. So, and like I said, it's not a big story, but it's something that. Um, we we at the VP here we we consider it a joke really it's no one really cares about this stuff I mean uh, he's a true alpha male and a grumpy old man but it's just it's the coronation all right no one really gives a shit what people do care about are the big headliner stories that actually shape the future of society um, now I say this and I want you to take it with a grain of salt I want you to take anything from media with a grain of salt. The Allen, Texas incident. There's a lot of information here, and there's a lot of underlying information as well that big media won't present to you. Uh, one of those being, it looks a little weird. I'm gonna put on the screen right now. Um, these are this is this is his, the tattoos of the shooter uh, Garcia. He. It looks a little strange. the The whole scenario looks a little strange. So, in case you are under a rock. Garcia was uh, he was discharged from the U.S. Army in 08 from mental illness. He ended up killing eight people, injuring seven, from what I know of, um, at the uh, Allen, Texas, mall shooting that happened uh, a few days ago. Uh, he used multiple types of firearms during the incident. You'll see big media say that it was AR-15 style weapons and all that stuff. Um, still no motive yet. Other than it could have been racial, but we'll get into the opinions later. I'm going over the facts now. Um, Garcia had several tattoos, as you just saw, that could imply racial motive, but there's no guarantee. There's no like manifesto. There are, there is a a, a staggering social media presence around him of anti-race stuff it's it's very strange the foot the digital footprint is that he left behind is almost like a setup 
that's a little, you know, it's a conspiracy theory, but it, 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 it really seems like it's more of like a setup, honestly. It's very strange. Um, they they think that there's like a Dallas house connected. Uh, they raided the nearby, near his nearby motel. Um, they considered him a radical right-wing individual. Um, I wrote about this on the V feed and it's not so much just the incident itself. That is a big issue. I mean, it's obviously not, it's obviously not good, but I'm talking about like big picture issues like race, race relations between our country from an incident like this. Uh, I'm going to put on the screen. I wrote about this, um, quite a few days ago. I think actually almost two weeks ago now. Um, no, no, no. I, it was, oh, I think a week ago. Sorry. But this is ABC News's take on the incident. In addition to the insignia on the shooter's equipment that suggested a right-wing extremist ideology, investigators have found social media accounts connected to the shooter that reveal hundreds of postings and images, including writings with racially or ethnically motivated violent extremist rhetoric, neo-Nazi material, and material espousing the supremacy of the white race. See, this is an issue. It's an issue because... It says, suggested a right-wing extremist ideology runs parallel with neo-Nazism and white supremacy. They're, pick, they're, they're painting a narrative that if you, are, if you are somebody on the right, you, are, you, are, you support white supremacy. You are a neo-Nazi somehow. If you are anything within conservatism or libertarian, you are... You're a Nazi now. Congratulations, you've been inducted into the Third Reich. That's the problem. ABC News is trying to paint you as a conservative and a Nazi. Congratulations. I don't understand. It's th This right here is, is what's horrible, is when you have a massive big media company like ABC News that's saying if you are right-wing and you follow many, many white right-wing um policies or philosophies you're a Nazi that's what they're suggesting they're saying that those two right wing and Nazism run parallel that's what that is it gets worse check out what CNN has to say in 2021 legislation went into effect allowing most Texans who legally own a firearm to carry it openly in public without obtaining a permit or training that right there should show you that they're, they're, they don't really care about the incident. They don't care about the 15 people that were injured slash killed during this incident. They care more about, you know, pushing their narrative. It's a gun. It's a gun issue. It's for sure a gun. It's, they like to sneak that in their article regarding the incident, giving you little information like this. Um, they take away your guns. You're screwed. And we're going to get into that in a, in a little bit of a, a future topic here on the show this week. They take away your guns, you're fucked. It's, it's as simple as that. They take away your guns, it's over. That's what they want. So CNN is over here trying to push for gun control advocation while a ABC News is trying to paint conservatives as Nazis. This is what the world has become. Two massive media groups telling you what you are and what you have to believe in. If you don't, you're ostracized and you should, you should be killed, executed on the spot.
That's what they're suggesting. That's why Allen, Texas is so important, because it shows you, an honest American who wants to know as much as they can, arm themselves with the information they deserve, they want they want to manipulate you. They want to manipulate you and turn you to a woke demon. And it's it's gross. It's gross. It's gross how this how this country is becoming. And DeSantis has openly suggested this in his Iowa campaign he just recently had um, May 13th. So you're seeing a lot of these people. I mean, that's why Trump's leading the polls in the Republican Party right now. You see these people who are sick of this shit. I'm sick of this shit. Where they push this race war, they push this narrative of gun control constantly, and they ignore the other other factors that are at play. People kill people, not guns. A gun does not magically fight. Let me tell you something. All right, hold on. This is I'm very passionate about this. A gun does not magically elevate and pull its own trigger and kill somebody in order for that to happen you would need some crazy harry potter shit you need a person to pick up the firearm point it at somebody and pull the trigger with their finger that's why this shit doesn't make sense people kill people not just guns kill people okay that's something we just we all need to understand because they take away your firearms. If somebody comes in your house in the middle of the night and threatens you, what the fuck do you do? Because we saw just recently, uh, I think his name is, is it Daniel? Hold on, I got this right here. Daniel Penny. Daniel Penny didn't use a firearm, and he still got, he still got charged for second-degree manslaughter. I mean, it's in Manhattan. Are we really fucking surprised? But regardless... They take away your guns, you're fucked. Because even if you use your own body to defend yourself or others, you are still fucked. So, CNN, that's what, that's what Allen, Texas is. That's the, the, the real bigger picture we should look at with Allen, Texas, is CNN's trying to promote gun control still because God help them all. And then ABC News is now trying to label um, right-wing people as Nazis or white supremacists. Congratulations. Even though it was the Republican Party that, uh, with Abraham Lincoln, first Republican president, to eliminate slavery, we're gonna we're gonna segue into a little bit of a, a, a our, our usual funny weekly segment, Air Force None. I'm sick and tired. I think we have endured Biden's worst stutter yet. I mean, this is atrocious. Uh, people, I mean, to be honest, even people in like Chicago, South Shore, Chicago just recently spoke out saying they were complaining, bitching about the 500 or so illegal immigrants that were dropped at their door. And, you know, it's a hot mess. Well, congratulations. 97% of that city voted for Biden in 2020. So you get what you voted for. But anyway, besides the point, that's just a factor. This is what people voted for. Take a look. Medals of Arts and Humanities. The group included groundbreaking Asian Americans like Vera Wang and 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 Joan Shingang. I'm going to pronounce Shanga Kawawa. I think I pronounced it correctly. She can call me Joe Bidden. So if <laughs> we thought last week with Air Force None that it was bad, it somehow it managed to get worse. Uh, now, Biden's also following this trend here 
of these pre-recorded cinematic clips on social media to kind of ignite motivation or inspire something. God knows what. He doesn't even know himself. But this is the second time he's done this. He released it on Twitter a few days ago. It's kind of the same format of his re-election video that he posted that Trump brutally massacred. This is by... I'm going to show the full thing, so, you know, uh, good luck. But... This is his pre-recorded speech with the default issues that are going on in our country. With the congressional leadership. If they don't pass the bill to prevent default, it would be disastrous. We'll have a recession, international crisis across the board. We've always, always paid. I asked him to lay down his budget. I laid out my budget. Let's compare our budgets and negotiate. And so this idea we've been unwilling to talk is not true. All I'm trying to do is get him to say, what is it that you are going to spend and what are you going to spend it on and what are you going to have to cut? And I laid out my spending proposal on March the 9th. We don't raise taxes on anybody making less than $400,000 a year. We provide for health insurance and a whole range of things that people need very badly without having to eviscerate the things we really need to do to keep our nation safe. Based on the totality of their cuts, we see no way they can reach those cuts without cutting literally several thousand police officers, FBI agents, DEA agents, federal officers. They're almost impossible to do it without cutting them. Look, let me conclude by saying we should talk about the debt. We should talk about how we pay for it. We should talk about what we're going to spend the money on. We should talk about who pays what taxes. We should not be talking about defaulting on our debt. That's never been done. That cannot happen in America. We cannot let that happen. So... Even with this video being published, they still had to cancel the May 9th meeting, and Biden is pushing it off again until Tuesday next week. He's pushing this default off at an alarming level. He's really getting it. I mean, we have, we have a fentanyl crisis, a border crisis that run parallel together. We have a inflation, a horrible inflation issue. The economics is just not looking that great either. We have a lot of issues right now in this country, and Biden is not really doing the greatest job to keep us both united and peaceful. There's a lot of chaos that's ensuing because of the because of this lack of leadership, this lack of a prominent figure, and these these pre-recorded speeches really aren't cutting it. You need a live. I mean, Reagan did did this the greatest way possible. He was able to unify the country. I mean, the motherfucker almost won the entire country in '84. This shows us that Biden isn't ready to run for 2024. I certainly don't think he is. I really don't. And we're going to get into that as well as we progress um, towards the show's end. But I say Air Force none because he continues to show us that lack of leadership. He will not go live on a speech because when he does, I mean, you just saw the first clip. When he does go live, it's a catastrophic failure pretty pretty simple so i don't have much hope for biden and his final years here in office i don't think they're going to be that great i really don't think we're going to do that well as a country either and if he keeps pushing this default off i mean it's already the 13th of may he keeps pushing the shit off we're already halfway done with may and we still haven't gotten a meeting that actually brings anything to the table. And he even suggested that if you know complications in the schedule arise next week, they'll have to postpone again. 
that doesn't show that he cares about a default. This a default would be a horrible thing. We talked about this last week, and it could happen now. But what you could do now is subscribe to VP Plus today. Join Team V is the greatest thing you could do right now. Bradley.org/slash/join-team-v. It's five dollars a month, extra content today. This week's show is free for everybody. It's on the house because we're late. But every single week you get an extra long show just like this, plus exclusive news articles and stories that you wouldn't get on our free page in the V feed. VP Plus shows you more in-depth stories. We did a Satan Con story that showed the whole, the details, pictures, all that stuff that we accumulated from Satan Con that happened, which was awful, as well as a breakdown of more thorough details of the Allen, Texas issue as well that you saw we quoted earlier. VP Plus is a great project that we work on. All of our writers here at VP work towards constructing new stuff. I know we have some projects we have going on next week that might be pretty interesting. Hopefully you guys will enjoy it. I know one of them, I'll, I'll let you know, I'll let you know. One of them is um, a breakdown of our presidents, of our presidential history. It's pretty exciting. It's not like breaking news, but it's, it's, it's information that you deserve and that, you know, we want to provide for you. So today, $5 a month join i promise you it's it's worth it if you don't like it you can always cancel it it's a monthly thing so it's just something i recommend personally um, another thing that i would recommend personally is following up with the jordan neely incident so we talked about this earlier i, I briefly mentioned daniel's name um he is a retired or i'm sorry not retired he is a um a veteran a veteran i think he was a marine a u.s marine He's being convicted of a second-degree manslaughter for killing Jordan Neely. Here's a picture of the incident here. Uh, Neely, Neely's family and attorneys suggested that he is, this this was a racial issue. That this 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 was an unacceptable, horrific act of violence, and BLM has jumped on the bandwagon with this as well. It's been. It's been a roller coaster here in, 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 over there in New York for a couple of days because of this. And they, they came out with a very long interview and speech about the inequalities between races and all of all of this nonsense. Um, get this. Neely has been arrested. A lot of them violent, violent related 40 plus times in New York City. 40 plus times. This man went to jail for breaking a woman's nose in 2021 ruthlessly in a, in a, in a subway car, just, just like this incident took place in. And Neely was being aggressive physically and verbally to other passengers, and and Daniel and Daniel intervened eventually, and it, and it ended up being a fatal chokehold using his arm, as you saw in the picture just now. He did not use a firearm. He used his body. It's something to, uh, to, uh, to note. This is also a, a Soros-funded, George Soros-funded DA. This is going to be biased. I mean, are we really surprised it's in Manhattan? On top of that, is he, uh, Daniel is a, is a 24-year-old man. Let me tell you, um, what I think about this, personally, I don't think it's, it's race-related. I don't think it's race-related. I think he was defending himself and others in the subway car, and he didn't have a firearm. He used his body, and... Uh, there, there may have been, depending on on the exact details of the story, there could have been a better solution, maybe, or a better alternative. I don't know. We don't know. 
But what we do know is that this is not race-related. Neely was being aggressive. He was agitating everybody. Now, that doesn't mean that you deserve to die necessarily, but when you start threatening, which is what Neely did, when you start threatening the lives of others physically and verbally in a subway car where there's nowhere for you to go, sometimes, depending on the situation, you're going to have to defend yourself. And that's why I advocate for you to get your, to exercise your Second Amendment right, get a firearm, especially young women who deserve that protection, who need that protection in this day and age. But Neely was able to apprehend, uh, I'm sorry, Penny was able to na- apprehend Neely, and that's, you know, that's all she wrote. And Neely, unfortunately, uh, it, was a f- it was fatal. Neely is, ne- Neely is dead. But as the story unfolds and we have more information and, and we get more, more so into it, we'll probably be able to, to write up a follow-up or something on this. But as of right now, I don't think that Daniel is in the wrong. I think what he was doing was, I think it was fair, and I think it was just. So I'm curious to know. It's, it's probably going to be the question of the week. We usually do a question of the week on the VP Plus segment, but since this is free, we'll do it now. Question of the week, do you think Jordan Neely deserved to die? If you are aggressive, if you are being aggressive and threatening physically and verbally, to, you're threatening the lives of other people, innocent people. Do you forfeit your right to live? Before you answer this question, go read the facts, go look up as much as you can on top of what I've already told you and presented to you and see what you can come up with and then answer that question as well. It's it's something that I'm curious about. I'm curious and I'm, I'm curious to see how this, this uh, he has not been charged yet. There still needs to be, uh, I believe the Supreme Court um, is going to is going to hear this one. But um, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting story. Let's we'll leave it at that. Um, but uh, kind of getting out of a grim topic. Okay, we have a lot to talk about with DeSantis. Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, has not officially announced he's running for president yet. We have to know that we have to note this. He has not officially run for president of the United States yet. It's not official. But he I mean he went to he went to Iowa today and talked about. Um, a litany of things. Uh, he, he did something that I, you know what, I'm gonna, I, w- I will admit. Um, it was impressive how how he presented himself. He listed his accomplishments. He listed the amount of bills that he signed. And I think this is, and I want to touch base on this because I think this is a good strategy, something that Trump doesn't quite do. And I feel like Trump could do uh, Trump doing this. It might actually help him. DeSantis went down a line. It was a pretty simple. It wasn't boring either. Uh, down a line of the things that he's done over the last year or so with Florida and the successes he's had. That is impressive. People like to hear what you've done, what you will do. They want to hear the details. Not too much, but not too little to the point where it's too vague or too you know oversaturated. A nice sweet spot. And I think DeSantis did a great job in Iowa. Um he did diss Trump a few times, opening and closing his speech, um, and he denounced wokeness and bureaucracy tenfold, which is great. I think wokeness is one of DeSantis's strong suits. It's something that's relatively new in our culture, and uh, DeSantis, his age, fortunately, is helping him with this, opposing opposed to Trump. Um the problem, though, is DeSantis does not have the energy or the appeal 
as Trump. DeSantis, he, uh, Trump has built a brand, which DeSantis has, DeSantis has denounced quite often about him building his brand. He's not here to build brand. He's here to build a country. But Trump has created a whole new form of Republican Party that is tough to beat. And I don't know if DeSantis could take Iowa because, unfortunately, Trump is going to be with with Iowa at the same time. But, but how DeSantis presented himself and his accomplishments is very useful. I think it's very, it's something that is, um, I think it's a strategy that not a many, not many politicians have tried or have done. And I think that DeSantis should stick to that vibe a little bit, maybe kind of use a little bit of Trump's, um, Trump style, maybe, but he did very well in the Iowa speech. I'm curious to see what he's going to do. I hope he declares running because that would make things a lot spicier. I personally still think he would lose against Trump. Trump is leading in the polls, but I think DeSantis would be a strong VP for Trump. I think that's something that we can all agree is if Trump appoints DeSantis as a vice president, that could be a very strong leadership team in the White House, something I would trust um quite a bit but as i said trump is leading the pack right now across the board actually even biden in fact biden's approval rating is at an all-time low in history um people 62 percent of the people in the latest fox news poll say that he's unfit mentally to run the country 32 percent of the people who participate in this poll say the contrary Biden is doing quite awful right now, and it would be a first time in history if the DNC does not endorse the, a sitting president, their sitting president, rather. Um, I mean, there's a border crisis, the fentanyl crisis, wokeness and inflation. These are these are big talking points that a lot of these candidates like DeSantis or um, Kennedy, Williamson, they have. These are talking points they could use against Biden, and Biden doesn't really have much that he can use against them you see this is a grover cleveland situation people saw how life was from 2016 to 2020 and they are looking now while living during the biden years saying wow they you know they promised us prosperity and growth and and evolution from trump um, but they only brought hardships people are seeing and being um you know they're realizing what the what the democratic party really is doing right now and they're in shambles and you know, a lot of talks about the Republican Party needing to be rebirth, reborn into the MAGA Republicans and all, all this, all this stuff. But it's it's a hard time right now for for the Biden administration to really hold on to their balls and really get anywhere. Uh, I mean, with uh, like again with the default and the, this default not actually finding any like common ground, not not finding a solution for this default. These are problems that you know lie with Biden. These are issues that, that have to do directly with Biden's leadership, with his inability to take charge, take the mantle, and uh, do something about this. Um, it's unfortunate, and it's, it's kind of hilarious. It's also unfair, <laughs> but that's for a later date. I'm hoping that we have some, some good debates here with between Biden, or I'm sorry, between Trump and the other Republican nominees, because... It's very hard to beat Trump. It's very hard to beat Trump. 
I think we can all agree on this. DeSantis is probably the only person that I could see from the Republican Party that could put up a fighting chance against Trump. I mean, I know Trump's uh, called him DeSanctimonious as his nickname, but I don't think it's going to stick. Um, Republican uh, Republicans could take this executive branch in 2024, and it could be Trump again. It really could. I think people are kind of sick of Biden. I don't think Biden's going to win. I think he was kind of a he's kind of a disgrace right now with the with I mean the thousands of of illegal immigrants crossing the border and people in Chicago who have been blue for decades who voted for Biden in 2020 being let down by Biden because of the border crisis. They're finally realizing, hey, shit, we voted for this fucking dude. And now now look at us. We look like idiots. And they are idiots for voting for someone like Biden. Um, so that's it's it's unfortunate, but it's it's. They voted for Biden, and now now it's time in 2024 to vote for somebody that's not going to do the same bullshit that we've been enduring for these last now three years. So that's the that's what I'd like to call is uh, we we've got this segment going on on VP Plus. Um, like I said, these are topics that we usually go over in our VP Plus segment right now, where it's the 2024, the race to win it back. It's a mini-series that we have where we kind of go over recaps of all the elections. I mean, I know Vivek Ramaswamy, he uh, he said that he wants to do a constitutional amendment with voting age limit, which is insane, 26 years old. That's pretty big. But like Every single week, we like to kind of talk about the newest things in the 2024 election run, and that's what we do at VP Plus. So... Um, we are looking for a new writer in finance as well. If you are somebody that is big in business or big in finance and you want to be a writer for us, feel free to go to varelli.org slash jobs. We have a whole list of um, opportunities if you're interested in something like that, as well as make sure to join that mailing list at varelli.org slash sign up if that's something you're also interested in as well. Uh, on to wokeness of the week. Everybody loves Wokeness of the Week. It's our number one favorite segment here on the show. Many people love Wokeness of the Week because it is the most ridiculous and bombastic bullshit that happens in our country every week. The first clip we have, um, just be warned, uh, if there are children, if there's a child watching, it's probably, not, it's probably best not to, not to show them this. This is a uh, naked drag queen uh, walking down up and down like a little runway with a literal child so if you i mean like this is what's happening with our country right here this is an example of wokeness and it's just gross it's vile. It's a vile dumpster fire. It really is. And the fact that we still are promoting this big companies, recently big companies are constantly going woke. Take a look. can be a scary place. 
It's hard to know who is dangerous or not. Hmm. That's true, though disappointing. Hey, it's okay. I know I'm safe when I'm with my friends or other non-binary people. Non-binary? People who aren't female or male. Oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have assumed. I always knew my pronouns felt right, but... What a wonderful word for a wonderful experience. You have these big platforms that are showing kids, like, talking about non-binary, talking about sex changes to kids, promoting this kind of behavior. This isn't right. This is this isn't normal. It's not healthy. Shame on the parents that introduce wokeness to their kids, that take their kids to a drag show. Shame on the parents that do not have a better grasp on their kids, who can have a grasp on their kids, and let them watch that shit that I just showed you. This is vile. It's wokeness in our schools, in our homes, on our TVs. It's literally, it's a plague. It is a plague. Um, and it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that this that they're infiltrating um, kid shows. Um, we also wrote about this um, as well on the V feed. One of our writers, Jalen Milton Cofield, he uh, he wrote about this. And, you know, on his article, he shows the Muppet Baby show where they dress up in drag. This kind of shit is constant. It's constant. It's never ending. And it needs to end. I'd love to not have to make a Wokeness of the Week segment again. But they keep pushing this bullshit. I mean, come on, really? A na- like the, the fucking drag queen was basically naked holding the hands of a child. Are you fucking serious? This is normal. This is allowed. This is legal. And that's DeSantis, thank God, death penalty for pedophiles. That's something that needs to be normalized. But that shit right there is not acceptable at all. It, it actually makes me, like, like gag. It's gross. It's disgusting. Uh, what also made me gag was the CNN town hall that Trump decided to absolutely destroy, by the way. He destroyed that town hall, okay? Here's a quick, uh, here's a quick clip of... Um, a thug life moment from Trump. Manhattan jury found that sure. you sexually abused the writer E. Jean Carroll and defamed her. You've denied this, but what do you say to voters who say it disqualifies you from being president? Well, there aren't too many of them because my poll numbers just came out and they went up. And uh, it, it gets better too because then after the town hall, Anderson Cooper's epic monologue uh, denounces CNN and, and suggests that you know you wouldn't be surprised if you didn't watch CNN. Uh, just take a look at this too. It's just it's hilarious. Who's going to stop him? Well, it hasn't so far. So if last night showed anything, it showed it can happen again. It is happening again. He hasn't changed, and he is running hard. You have every right to be outraged today and angry and never watch this network again. Trump looked good in this town hall. He introduced himself to a lot of people, a lot of new voters that, you know, couldn't vote in 2016 or didn't vote in 2020, but can vote in 2024. He introduced himself to a lot of voters. By the way, CNN's viewership garbage the last month. Somehow it did very, very well during the town hall. I wonder why. 
he looked very good. He was put together. He had receipts he brought out. He it, it lo- he looked very nice in this town hall. And I'm curious to see with the Iowa with his Iowa appearance how he does with this too, his Trump rally. I know he's coming to Michigan here pretty soon. It's it's interesting to see how, how things go, but what we all can agree on or what we all should agree on is this town hall it made CNN look like shit and I love it. I couldn't be happier with that result, to be honest. Um, Trump, Trump taking CNN and throwing them in like the deepest fucking body of water you can think of ruthlessly made my day. Uh, the moderator was useless. She, I'm on it. She might as well not even have been there to be real. I mean, like he had the crowd laughing. It was. It was a good performance, and I hope that he can keep on this this vibe as long as he can go because people like DeSantis are like sharks circling him waiting for him to drown. Trump's worst enemy is himself, so Trump's got to stay afloat and see what he's doing. As long as he stays ahead and he keeps his shit together, he might be able to – I'm sure he's learned quite a bit after you know the 2015, 2016 um, tours that he went on, but – We'll have to see. It's early days, but the town hall looks, makes him look good, and uh, I'm hoping that it, I'm hoping it continues. I really, I really hope, I really hope so. But this, so the show's a little, a little shorter. <clears throat> I decided to compress a lot of things. It's a free show this week. I understand. So uh, I know we have some extra VP Plus content coming out because this show is free, and they won't get anything exclusive for themselves. We don't worry, VP Plus subscribers. We do have some more stuff coming out this weekend as well. Um, Thank you so much for watching. I know it's late by a day. We uh, we apologize. We have a lot of things that we're you know a lot of moving pieces in the background. Um, I wish you all the best. Next week we'll have uh, the standard and regular show, and we'll have plenty of topics to go over as well. I mean we have the default meeting. We're probably hopefully we're going to have, and um, we'll probably go over the Trump rally as well. That's going to go on. So stay tuned. I will see you all next week. Take it easy.